This is episode 153 for Tuesday, October 23rd, 2018. Brought to you today from Fort Worth, Texas at RAR Brewing. This week we feature Iron Mash Competition 2018. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Travis, and together with Chris, Jeremy, Powers, and Sawyer, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast may be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. And welcome back to another episode of Bruce Styles. We have not recorded from this location in, I believe, two years. This is the Iron Mash Brewing Competition, and it happens happens annually, usually in October. And what it is, uh, for those that are unfamiliar with it, it's kind of like the Iron Chef TV show where you're given a collection of ingredients which you don't know about beforehand, and you have to brew a beer using that. So part of the fun is deciding on a recipe that you didn't think about beforehand and then also utilizing the specialty ingredients that they provide. And uh, in years previous, we've had some really off-the-wall things like red-hot candies. Uh, one year there was rosemary, uh, rose hips, heather tips, elder elderflower. Uh, we've had ground cumin one year. Uh, there was a type of syrup that was made out of chipotle peppers i mean there there's any kind of any kind of uh ingredients off the spectrum that that we can utilize and it changes every year based on the coordinator and uh this year it is headed by uh excuse me this year it's helmed by nigel who is our resident englishman in our club uh you might recognize him from such drops as there are definitely some bad hombres here today. And? It was huge. That's about all I can say to the matter. It was huge. So those are some good ones. Yes, Nigel has actually been on a podcast at least twice before because of those two drops. And uh, so we're out here. It's a, it's a beautiful morning out here in the, the back patio of RAR Brewing that we are uh, utilizing to brew. There are... Uh, I'm counting 28 different teams, and we uh, we haven't quite got our ingredients yet, so hopefully we'll uh, figure out what the ingredients are, and then we'll come back with a recipe here shortly. <laughs> but uh, we've got, we have the original crew back together for one night only, so buy your tickets now, folks. We, we have my, myself. Hi, Travis. What are you doing? Oh, uh, hey, I'm glad to be here. Um, you know, I actually did some brewing recently. I brewed yesterday morning, 
and I brewed my very first beer, well, my second beer ever, Chinook Don Phonics, and I made it an all-grain recipe. So I did a rebrew, and I, I was looking at pictures, and I did this, the original beer, March 6, 2010. So a good eight and a half years ago, and I'm finally doing a rebrew. So that'll, that'll be fun. I tried to stick to the original recipe as much as I could, but I added some weird stuff. Like I had, I had limes. I had, guess I had a lime obsession because I put in lime zest and squeezed in the juice for an IPA. I don't know. It was weird. I skipped out on that, but everything else is the same. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm also joined today by Chris. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing well. Thank you, Travis. I did not brew yesterday. Uh, however, I'm interested to see how your rebrew of Chinook Dom Phonics goes. You don't rebrew things very often, if ever? Question mark. I don't know. So that's uh, that's uncharted territory for you. Uh, I tend to rebrew things a lot, but it's because I know what I like. Anyway, uh, I'll talk more here in a minute about what we're doing. But here's Sawyer. Oh, with a mouthful of food. No burger. Oh yeah. It's morning time, not night. <laughs> Anyways, I went to Powers' wedding yesterday. Travis's beer blew first. Mine was shortly behind his. And that's why Powers is not here today. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Cool. All right, well, we'll uh, get back into Iron Mash a little bit here. So our box, which... Um, Every this year was different because every box had a different ingredient. Uh, there were three specialty ingredients. You have to use at least two, and one of them was different in every box. So what we were able to um, gather from talking to other people, our different ingredient was a couple of bags of D180, which is a really dark Belgian candied syrup. It's black. Um, and we decided to not use that. So uh, the other two ingredients that I believe everybody had was the Swiss Miss milk chocolate uh, hot cocoa mix packets. And uh, I think I'm saying this correct, tahine, uh, which is a, a Mexican spice um, seasoning sort of thing. Uh, it's supposed to be on vegetables or veggies sorry <laughs> that's the same thing uh fruit or veggies um anyway so we didn't know what this was so of course we called eddie and had him explain it to us he says a uh, kind of a salt a seasoned salt with um, a little bit of pepper mix and lime so uh what we're doing and we're kind of thinking outside the box here a little bit is we're going to do a uh, Pilsner, a light Pilsner, American lager kind of situation uh, with the cocoa mix and the tahine. So kind of like a light chocolate pepper situation. Uh, no idea how it's going to turn out, but that's what we're doing. Uh, anyway, so there's the specialty ingredients. We were given the choice of a few other, uh, you know, grains that we could choose from. We were allowed to pick one base malt out of US2 Row, European Pilsner, 
and UK Maris Otter. Uh, we were allowed to select one specialty grain, Crystal 10, 60, and 120, or Pale Chocolate Roasted Barley, or a White Wheat, or Flaked Oats, Flaked Barley, Flaked Corn, and Flaked Rye. And then we were allowed to choose one type of hop, a German Kalista, a UK Sovereign, US Comet, and New Zealand Sticklebracht. And then we were allowed to pick one type of yeast out of Omega British Ale 8, US California, the WLP001, uh, the German Lager, WLP838, and a dry Belgian Mangrove Jack M41. Also, we were limited by one ingredient from a single location. So if we had an English malt, we would have to do a U.S. hop and a European yeast. Or a German malt, New Zealand hop, and U.K. yeast. So we were, we were limited by that as well. So what we ended up doing was we did U.S. two-row and a little bit of flaked oats for body and uh, the UK Sovereign was a nice medium 5.2% alpha acid hop and the European German Lager WLP 838 so we have kind of a mix between a American Lager and a Pilsner so it's essentially just American Lager but using the German Lager yeast so hopefully we'll get a nice clean uh, fermentation there let it lager for a while. The uh, the uh, oats will give a little bit of body to help out with the kind of that chocolate, hot chocolate uh, mouth feel, and then we'll see how the um, the Mexican spice kind of changes the character up a little bit. We have a couple of different ways we're going to try using it to see which one gives us the most uh, character out of it. Basically, this competition. Um, is based on BJCP as far as the base style that you have to claim whenever you build your recipe. Um, and then the rest of it is basically which ingredients did you use? Are they well balanced? Do they come through in the flavor? Does it taste good? One of the, uh, the big judging points is, uh, as a judge, would you drink a pint of this? Would you enjoy drinking a pint of this? Um, so... As far as we know, when we turned in our ingredients um, and our recipe to the front table, ours was one of the more outside-of-the-box uh, recipes. Some people um, got things like coffee as their special ingredient, or I heard there was a coconut, a um, couple of different things. So there's a lot of really stock you know, coffee porters, and uh, I think the coconut was like a chocolate coconut uh, stout or something like that. So a lot of really generic kinds of things, and, and then we turned ours in, and, and the organizer, Nigel, was like, well, that's different. <laughs> so hopefully that works in our favor, um, and hopefully, hope, hoping the flavor also works in our favor. Uh, no idea what that's going to turn out like, but we'll give it a shot, and we're going to have 10 gallons of it. So if we don't like it, then oh well. And if we do like it, then that's fantastic. It's tremendous. It's tremendous. Yeah, beer. <laughs> yeah, so um, we didn't bring any homebrew with us today because uh, we're kind of out. But um, they did, RAR did open up a couple of taps for us. 
one of them is actually last year's Iron Mash winner. It was a, um, what was it? Swartz beer, right? Yeah. It was a Swartz beer with honey, which is actually pretty good. I didn't get a whole lot of honey character out of it, uh, but the Swartz beer flavor was nice. It was one of the, uh, it was kind of on the roastier side of Swartz beer, almost porter-like. Um, but it was, uh, you know, very flavorful, very good. Uh, like I said, I didn't get a whole lot of honey, though. And then um, they also uh, made available to us a keg of their Saison with... Uh, I forgot. Is it orange? I thought it was like... Oh, prickly pear. Oh, yeah, prickly pear and orange. That's what it was. So, which is uh, actually very tasty. I'm going to go get another glass of it here myself here in a second. Anyway, so there is uh, Iron Mash for this year. We're going to walk around and interview some people and see what they're brewing and uh, hopefully uh, <laughs> have some interesting interviews at least. So, thanks for joining us today. Um, go ahead and say thank you to our listeners, obviously. Um, we could not enjoy doing this as much as we do without you. So please uh, feel free to make a comment on our iTunes. Click that subscribe button. And uh, still, if you have any ideas for episodes we could do, uh, feel free to shoot us an email. Chris at BruceStyles.com or Travis at BruceStyles.com. And we will uh, get back to you on those as well. After this week, we'll get back to our... Uh, State features, yes, back to our regularly scheduled programming, and uh, we'll let you know what we're coming up with next. So we're going to take a little break and continue our brew day, and we'll be back at you with some interviews. Cheers until then. Oh, my God, and we are back on the scene with a, a, a major boil over that is happening while Chris sits here eating a bratwurst, and he just looks at it. Chris, what do you have to say for yourself? That was like 15 minutes ago. That happened just now. Why are you sitting here watching a pot boil over when you're eating food and you could have easily turned it off? That was a very small boil over. It just barely went over the edge with some foam, and there were no hops in there yet, so we're good. I'm really distressed. As Sawyer and I were working with uh, some hoses, uh, excuse me, working with some hose, and then we went to go get the, uh, the water receptacle devices after that. And Chris is over here. Chris is over here under a tent by himself, just eating a bratwurst, you know, topped with like grilled onions. And uh, he went all crazy with it. And then, you know, Sorry comes running back to, to, uh, to stop a boil over that's happening because there's foam going everywhere. And Chris just sitting here. So, I, I thought we should uh, let our listening audience know what exactly is happening right now as it happens live. Sawyer, your thoughts on this matter? Well, it's funny because we were so worried about my pot boiling over because I brought the rocket for good luck and cat and dog hair. I kept that from boiling over. Yes, you did. But you were unsuccessful with Travis's pot. I was eating. Eh, food is good, but... So, anyways, we are well into the brewing process now, and uh, as Chris mentioned earlier, we've decided to make a nice, real simple American lager base, 
And then the uh, specialty ingredients we're going to use is the, uh, the Swiss Miss hot chocolate and whatever this, this uh, Mexican seasoning is. Tejon, I've heard it pronounced different ways. T-A-J-I-N. It's some kind of like a chili pepper and salt and, and whatever. And we're going to add that in like months from now. So right now we're just focusing on making a good lager base style. And uh, walking around looking at the different groups, we have a lot of different styles. I'm going to try to ask some more questions about who's had what. Um, you just heard from Tony. And they're making a coconut porter, which it would be nice to get coconut. But unfortunately, we had a mixture of stuff that we weren't really too keen on. But I've thought for a long time, walking around the award ceremony, trying all these different beers, you really get tired of drinking heavy beer after heavy beer. The last, uh, what was it, two years ago, when I had like my fifth Wee Heavy, I was tired of it. So we thought this year, let's do a light beer, a light base style, and then add whatever specialty ingredient is. So if we have a coffee blonde, so what? If we have a chili Kolsch, okay. And so that's what we wound up with is a... Uh, a chocolate lager should be interesting but uh, Sawyer is chilling his batch right now mine is about halfway done so we're getting to the point in the day where it's fun to walk around and talk to people because the uh, the beer taps have been flowing for quite a while a lot of people brought their own homebrew to try we unfortunately did not bring any homebrew at all today shocking so we didn't drink any beer until noon um, so these interviews should be nice where we, <laughs> the interview, interviewer is actually sober and the interviewee is probably not, but that's part of the fun. We also have a, uh, this is the first time we brought out a giant banner that we had made. It's got, uh, Bruce Styles written on it and some ways to find us online. It's pretty cool. Uh, you can see a picture of it on our Twitter page at brew underscore styles. Check us out there and other places as well. So uh, we'll keep wrapping this up, and uh, I think it's time to walk around and chat. There was, there was tahine salt and Swiss Miss in every box. Yeah, I know that much. But the third part, was it? Uh, there, was, there was 20 different varieties. So there was 40 boxes. There was two lots of, tw two lots of 20. Yeah. Yes. So there's somebody else that got vanilla. Yes. I think. Now, did you get the beans? You can tell because he's been farting this whole time. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Are they? He does that. It's got to be somebody. Might as well be me. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so somebody else got vanilla beans. Um, everybody, um, there were no duplicates left on the table. Every ingredient went out to a team. Everything? Everything went out at least once. Give us a quick rundown on what you remember the specialty ones were. Well, there, there was a bunch of them, but there was fu uh, fruit purees. Choose that one first, it's difficult to say. There was some uh, essences. There was some vanilla beans. There was some coffee. There was some uh, spices. Uh, there was some lactose. There was cocoa nibs. There was uh, all sorts of different things. Traditional, well, I'd say traditional. Stuff that you would find in a lot of beers these days. Um, and then the Swiss Miss and the tahine salt just tweaked it up a bit. So... I'm really interested to see what kind of beers we turn out with. By the way, I'm speaking with Nigel, the uh, coordinator 
of this year's competition. Thank you, Nigel, for putting all this together. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, there's going to be a good variety of beers. Um, I just uh, put in the yeast list to Austin to, to harvest the yeast. Uh, it's a pretty much a, a even split across the borders to the different yeast being used, so that's a cool thing. Okay, so without telling me specifics, uh, what are some general styles that you've seen turned in today? There's uh, styles that I've seen more than one of is uh, Porter and Belgians. So um, that was uh, that was interesting to see. But plenty of dark beers, plenty of light beers, and plenty of lagers too. Very interesting. I wonder how many people are going to do an inadvertent sour. Even though you didn't provide sour yeast, you know, we can scrape a little yeast off our body and then see if we can make something sour. That's, that's the one that I'm really interested in. Nobody declared a sour, so they can't enter it as a sour. They declared what they declared. For now. Well, I got the paperwork. <laughs> all right, Nigel, thanks for chatting with me, and thanks for putting all this together. Oh, you're good. We've been blessed with the weather. We've been blessed, blessed with great teams. We've had some great food. Let's have some great beer. Indeed. Thank you, sir. All right. Thanks. And I'm standing here with Team Mojo Mob 2012. Who, oh my God, I'm a part of this too. That's cool. It's a nice reunion, uh, which Vicky was a part of a long time ago. How are you doing, Vicky? I'm wonderful. How are you? you know, my favorite doing part well. About that team was that you guys brewed that in 2011. How do you remember that? Uh, well, you know things like that. Numbers I never forget. So it's fun. That is amazing. Yeah, because we d we made the shirts in 2011 but then realized at the time that it was the next year's date. Well, the person who did the embroidery kept debating with her son, JB, whether I meant the day we brewed it or the day of the awards ceremony. So they went with 2012, and I didn't even realize it for a few days after we got them. That was, I'm, love, I'm, I'm loving that you remember. <laughs> Bono and I definitely would point out a number discrepancy, so... I remember that brew day going, hey, uh, that's uh, not the same number that uh, everybody else is brewing to. You guys are predicting a victory for two years from now. That's pretty cool. And the fun thing was we used the same shirts the next year and didn't have to buy new ones, so there's, right. there's something with that. Uh, but we're in the year 2018, and Vicky, tell me what, uh, what beer did you all decide to do? What was your specialty ingredient, and what beer did you do today? The ingredient was vanilla. And we had the uh, hot chocolate mix, but we chose not to use that. And so we used the tahine Mexican uh, chili, powder, chili powder spice and, and lime and salt. And so it's going to be a robust uh, Hellas with a little picante to it and a little vanilla to kind of tamp down the picante. Very interesting choice. I wondered how, like once I once I went around and saw that the continuous ingredients for everyone was the the tahine and the uh, Swiss Miss chocolate. I wondered how people were going to utilize that, you know, because first thoughts is like a chocolate porter or something simple like that. But usually the simple things don't win. So I wondered how it was going to be uh, going to be differentiated. I to admit, I said, ah. Chili pepper vanilla porter with chocolate. <laughs> but luckily we had James as a smarter mind. 
because I don't do the very light beers. I, I just don't have expertise in that, so I would never go there. But he did. I like that, though. A light base with a little bit of spice and it's a nice vanilla to cut the edge off. Teeny, weeny, little bit. We're hoping to be able to sort of taste it along the way and um, maybe beef up a flavor if we need to or tamp down a flavor if we need to. So we're not going to do everything all at once today. Very good. I certainly look forward to trying it in three months' time in January. 2019. Yes, we'll make new shirts. Team Mojo Mob 2020. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Vicki. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm standing here with the owners of the Fort Brewing, which is no longer in existence, so it's a pretend name. And you are? John Koch. <laughs> Welcome again. And you are? Jenny Hanley. All right. Thank you for being here. So tell me, what did you decide to brew today? Uh, we're making a robust porter with chocolate and kind of chipotle salt. Whatever that salt was. Okay, the, the tangin... Tangine salt yeah. or whatever? Yeah, it, okay. says, it says it's lime, and we were kind of not sure, but we tasted it, and it's got more of a smoky chipotle, so we thought that might be a nice combo with chocolate. Interesting. I was wondering about that, the, the salt. I've got a Hispanic friend, and I texted him. He said, oh, I love it. I use it all the time, but he didn't really tell me what it tasted like. He just said he liked it. So uh, who knows what it <laughs> actually... The, I've had it on the rim of, like, cocktails before. So okay. That's what that is. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I'm very uh, very much looking forward to trying all the beers in January. Uh, seems like it's going to be an interesting event with a little bit of uh, variety with all the ingredients that were included today. Yeah, it was, it was nice how they kind of changed up things a little bit and forcing you to use a different yeast and grain and hop from three different countries. So I think that they made it so everyone could make a good beer as opposed to some years where it's like, what do you do with these ingredients? But everyone should have something different. Sure thing. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you for your time, and good luck to both of you. Thanks. Thank you. Good luck to you as well. Whoop. All right. <laughs> and right next door are the guys from Comet Brewer Radio, <laughs> which they've got the most professional setup I've ever seen. My God, with buttons and switches and digital everything. Um, but... That doesn't mean that they necessarily make good beer. So let's let's investigate. What style did you decide to use? And right. hey, what well, it, it, to be seen? To be seen. We'll see. What uh, what's base style and what specialty ingredient did y'all use today? Belgian pale ale, and we went with the uh, chamomile. We're gonna use the chamomile and the uh, what is it? Tagine. So yeah. Okay, chamomile is the first time I've heard that anyone's. Uh, done today. Chamomile will win the last 15 minutes of the boil yeah. and then the tagine is going to go in secondary. Okay. Possibly more chamomile. Possibly more in, yeah. Yeah, chamomile it's all. Do, do you think you're going to make just a tea out of it first and then add that or just add the, the leaves itself straight into it? I would think we're going to make a tea or a tincture of some kind like that, yeah, so that we can add a measured amount and kind of figure out exactly what we want to get out of it. I like that. And your name, sir? James Trimble. He's the quiet member of the group. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. 
<laughs> All right, well, good luck to you guys, and I definitely look forward to trying everybody's beer at the wait, January. Wait, 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 <laughs> you didn't ask me about my beer. Well, if you have your own radio podcast and you can do your own interviews, and then you can ask me all you want. I see how it is. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I look forward to being on next time. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, I'm here with our good friends Chris Bradley and Matt Westlake. You tell us what you brewed today. Beer. What kind of beer? Liquid. Was it drinkable? Not yet. When are you going to add your alcohol? Tomorrow. That's going to be really nice. I'm looking forward to it. What about you? I like how you use the term close friends loosely. It is what it is. <laughs> I've seen you with your shirt off way too many times, so, you know. That's close enough. Yeah, it is close enough. And the roof is literally coming down on my head. We, if you would like to know about our actual beer, we brewed a, uh, what used to be called a classic American Pilsner. Now it's called a historical beer, pre-prohibition lager. With uh, we used uh, the tahini, and uh, our secret ingredient was the uh, ginger extract. Interesting, ginger. Did it have a soul? Uh, no, it did not. We actually have a ginger on our team, so it makes it double ginger. That's interesting, and I'm getting trapped now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there you there you have it, directly from the Wisenheimers. Their beer has no soul. Yeah, so I'm Sawyer with Brew Styles Podcast. Uh, who, who are you? My name's Sean Graham. Okay, and where are you from? Well, I live in Weatherford, Texas. Okay, so out west. Yes, sir. Grabbing some yeast here. Yes. So I have to ask, how did you get your kettles to be so shiny? <laughs> Elbow grease. <laughs> and some rouge. <laughs> and... Right angle grinder with some buffer pads. It was a, it really was a, a tedious task. It took me about four hours each keg to polish. Wow, that's that's a lot of time. Yes, and it's going to take some maintenance, as you can see on the bottom there. I've got a little discoloration from the heat, but you know, hey, if you're gonna gonna brew around here, you're gonna have to wear sunglasses. Yeah, I mean, I I noticed it from way over there on the other side of the parking lot, so I had to ask. <laughs> yes. That's an interesting setup you got there. I really like it. Thank you. It's a Herm system. Um, Basically, and now, of course, after we've, we've done all the brewing, we're using the Herms coal itself as a chiller. And uh, I think that's one of the most unique aspects about this system itself. Wow, that's, that's really interesting. Yeah, we, we showed up with just a very simple burner and kettle setup, so, you know. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, it's, it gets the job done, so, you know. Awesome, yeah. So, uh, what, what beer did you do today, if you want to disclose that information? Oh, I'm not afraid, you know. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did a American Pale Ale in the, that style. Uh, we were we were dished out like everybody else: chocolate, uh, tahini, and uh, our special ingredient was uh, rose hips. So we went through with the tahini and rose hips into uh, American Pale Ale. Wow, that sounds delicious. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we did a, a blonde with the. Uh, we're gonna do it with the the, the hot chocolate Swiss Miss. And, and and the uh, the um, chili pepper yes, salt, tahine, yeah, tahine salt, yeah. Yep, yep. Nice. So we're we're gonna see what happens with it. We don't know how it's gonna come through, but we hope it turns out for the best. So yes, good luck. So. Good luck to you. Well, hey, thank you for your time. Yes, good to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Boost House, where our topic of discussion was the Iron Mash Awards ceremony. 
Join us next week where our topic of discussion will be Thank you.